Time now for the SCL Mortgage Show with your host, Sandy Clough, and co-host, Larry Jager. Stay tuned as we discuss everything mortgage. Educate, form, entertain. It's the SCL Mortgage Show. Now, here's your host, Sandy Clough, with mortgage industry veteran, Larry Jager. And good morning. Welcome to the SCL Mortgage Show, our May 14th, 2022 edition. Sandy Clough with Larry Jager, the president of SCL Mortgage, as always. And... Ewan Graham has rejoined us. And, Larry, I think this is a record turnaround because it seems like just a few short weeks ago, Ewan was with us for the first time. And by popular demand from our listeners, he is back today in the merry month of May. Uh, good morning, Sandy. Good to be here. Um, yeah, we have to listen to our listeners, right? And if they're they're asking for Ewan, we're going to bring him on. So Ewan, good to be here. I'm glad you're here. And um, thanks for the quick turnaround. Well, I am excited to be back. I, I must have done something right. So I hope the listeners can tell my wife that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they must have understood me on the, on the radio and been able to decipher what I had to say. So I'm absolutely delighted to be back and and share any knowledge that I have and, um, you know, let's chat some uh, real estate and mortgages. Well, we've had realtors, uh, real estate people on before, but Ewan seemed to be of uh, a different type and really got our attention, Uh, taught us some things, even taught you some things. Yes, he did. You didn't already (laughs) uh, know. And uh, we'll put you, Larry, on the spot right away. what do you like specifically about Ewan and the qualities he brings to bear? Uh, do I have to answer that on the air? <laughs> as, as I mentioned, I hope my wife's work, uh, listening right now. Well, that's a pretty easy answer, Sandy. And, and um, I know you're too honest or too, too modest to say that, Ewan. But I got three things I would uh, call to mind. Honesty. Honesty to us is important as anything. You know, you want to like the people you work with, and to like them, they got to be honest. You always tell the truth every time, every single, um, every single customer. And in addition to honesty, we like smart people. I really like hiring smart people, and we like working with people that are smart. They know their stuff. You and knows his stuff, and and maybe later we can tell him or ask him to tell his story. It's it was really pretty phenomenal, and and work ethic. I remember him saying once that uh, in our previous interview he said, "Nobody's going to outwork me," so <laughs> I like that a lot. So. Um, um, yeah, what what more can I say? He's a, he's a good find. Well, uh, he has the servant's heart you talk about all the time, and we know how hard he works because the knowledge he brings reflects that hard work and the insight and wisdom he brings as well. And I, I know you guys work together, and you have a mutually beneficial uh, relationship, realtor, lender, and I suppose you and maybe a lender with a lot of different loan programs helps you even more, right? Well, first of all, I think we just need to end the radio show right now after <laughs> my head is getting a little bit big, guys. Quit hauling my head. Um, but thank you both for, for that. I, I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, and just going back to what you said, Sandy, about the 
the lender realtor relationship yeah. first of all that is it has to be symbiotic you know it yeah. has to be like your your right hand is talking to your left hand and we need to know what each other are doing to primarily support our clients to the best of our abilities but Larry and and SEL are really really unique in terms of the the loan programs that they have and you know, Larry and I had lunch just uh, last week and we were talking about some of the different programs. And there was one that really caught my eye in terms of um, if you're, you know, looking to do, say, an investment property and you had the ability, you didn't just have all that cash available to spend to, yeah. to fix it up. And and Larry and his team have programs that allow you to be able to borrow that cash as well. So there's just all these wonderful opportunities. And it's not just, you know, the the typical nuts and bolts of the traditional uh, financing that um, you're going to SEL for. There's so many different ways and avenues that they can help the general public and then help the general public maybe get into some kind of investment in real estate. Uh, because I truly believe that the ultimate way to build wealth is through real estate. This is such a complicated economy right now. <laughs> Tell our listeners, if you could, Ewan, why this is a good time for people to buy or to refinance. So what I would say, Sandy, is we are definitely in a, a, a challenging period of time in terms of um, – Interest rates, inflation, things like that. Now, we've we've. I, I, wh- how I look at it is, we are um, with inflation that affects everybody. Everybody is consuming, so inflation is affecting everybody. So obviously, the federal government are trying to tamper that down by increasing interest rates, which don't necessarily affect everybody's day to day. So we have seen a pretty dramatic increase. Um, in rates from the low threes into the kind of mid fives right now, if you're just looking to do some traditional financing. But here's what I want to say. I think we're too fixated on what the interest rate is. I think, you know, Sandy and and Larry, you probably remember rates in the the double digits back in the, you know. We are that old. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so what I think we have to focus on is home ownership. And how that ultimately creates wealth in terms of instead of paying somebody else's mortgage, mm-hmm. pay your own mortgage and put, you know, uh, equity into your own pocket. So I think that's something we, we're, we're lacking on a focus right now. That's a great point. Absolutely. And you know what, Larry, it's a reminder to us when we talk about interest rates. But I, I think sometimes I know I do. I probably fixate on these interest rates and we have to remind ourselves or I have to remind myself that oh three and a half years ago almost three and a half years ago interest rates are about where they are right now yeah and we didn't think that was so bad we didn't think the sky was falling uh, at that point you and uh Tell our listeners how all this works you talked about the relationship when you have a prospective buyer what are the first steps and subsequent steps that work on your end? Well, so just to give you a quick story, when I when I started um, selling real estate back in 2010, obviously the market was very different. And I was, you know, as, as I say, kind of fresh off the boat, naive, <laughs> just just that hustle, work ethic and drive to do as, as much as I can to support my family. So 
I would get calls from people and say, we want to buy a house at ABC Main Street. Uh, can we see it in an hour's time? And I would be, I'd be there. I would show up. I would show them the house. Typically, it would be empty because it would be a foreclosure or something like that back mm-hmm. then. Right. But I... And I didn't know these these people from Adam. Like, I was not doing my due diligence. So quickly I found out I was spinning my wheels. And what I, I developed very quickly on was that I had to be smarter, work smarter. You know, I, I we've gone about work mm-hmm. ethic, but work smarter. So mm-hmm. I really developed a strategy of if I have a referral come in or if I've got a past client, even still to this day, we always meet in my office and we run them through my buyer process. We give them the knowledge and information to have the best success possible they can in this market. How does it work for you, Larry, as the lender? You know, Sandy, I think um, we obviously need each other. The, the, the real estate agent, us as a lender, and we first we have to get people pre-approved. Because it is a very competitive market, so we have to present them in their best light, whatever that is. And, and, and so they have an opportunity to buy that house. And then I think, you know, trust is, is like we talked about before, trust is equally um, as important because we need them. They need us. We're, there's no gaps. There's no, there's no miscommunication. There's nothing. We have to be, we have to be on our game every single time because the, the customer is depending on that. So we make it a point to, to contact you in and maybe contact the listing agent, whoever they are, right up front and all, all along the 30 or 45 days, whatever it is, to, uh, to get to the closing table. So communication is very important. So like we said, we need each other and, and we perform very well and, and so does he. And that's why we like working together. And due diligence is something that Ewan talks about. Due diligence is something that you've always talked about since we started doing this show a little more than five uh, months ago now. Yeah. We're, we're into month number 61. And uh, while we're at it, we'll give you a phone number for SEO Mortgage first, 303-790-2222. MySpecialMortgage.com is the website. And as uh, we wrap up this phase of the program, you and I'll give out your phone number and address uh, on the web as well, 303-619-4400, 303-619-4400 for you and Graham. And uh, the website is Graham Group Denver, all one word, all lowercase, dot com, Graham Group Denver. Com. When we come back, Larry, I wanted to go back to something you said on last week's show when you spoke about rates. Again, really, comparatively speaking, from an historical perspective, not that bad right now. In fact, still pretty good if you act quickly. And we'll talk more about that next as the SEO Mortgage Show continues on Denver Sports Station 104.3 The Fan. The SCL Mortgage Show continues. 303-790-2222 is the number for SCL. And, of course, MySpecialMortgage.com is the website. Larry Jager has joined me, as usual, the president of SCL Mortgage. And Ewan Graham is our guest. And uh, we'll give out Ewan's phone number and his website a little bit later on. But we were talking about fixating too much on rates. And you tried to put some perspective on this a week ago. I know by once again reminding all of us 
uh, rates are really not all that bad at the moment. They're just high compared to historic lows. Right. Right. You know, Sandy, after 34 years of been doing this, um, I've seen them all over the place. And you and you just hit the nail on the head. We should focus on home ownership, not so much on interest rates. You know, what we went through the last two, two and a half years was that it's kind of an anomaly. I mean, oh, absolutely. Yeah. In both directions. In, 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 absolutely. And I have never seen those rates in 34 years. No. But no. those rates are not normal. What's today, this is more what's normal. And, um, you know, so I I would encourage listeners to forget about the past. I mean, that's gone. Today's what's normal today. And like you and said, focus on the home ownership of it. That's the way you create wealth. And, yeah, maybe interest rates are a little bit more, but it's okay. I mean, we still have to focus on the home ownership. So um, that, that's exactly, um, exactly what we said uh, a couple of weeks ago, and it's still true today. You and Larry and I have talked about you since you were last on the air, <laughs> in complimentary terms, I assure you. And, <laughs> I and we so. found your story uh, in this country to be so compelling. So, uh, again, review for our listeners how you came over here, how you got into this business, and you seem like a natural. You seem like someone who's done this all his life. And I know your story is a little more complicated and, in fact, interesting than that. Well, um, thank you, Sandy. And, yeah, I, I think the the thing for me, obviously, by the, the funny accent, I wasn't born here. Um, I And if I come on again, I'll definitely wear my kilt, so I can yeah. promise that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I, I'm from Scotland and, um, you know, had, had a great upbringing. But I got here, um, my wife is a Colorado girl, so we met in uh, 2004 in San Diego and, and got married a year later in Scotland, believe it or not. Um, but we have been in Denver since 2008. And I'll tell you what, the, the thing for me is that I just never have seen opportunity like we have in in Colorado, in America. And I think I was quick to grasp that, um, Sandy, and, and see that, you know, there's, I believe that you won the lotto if you were born here. Like, you, <laughs> you, so many of my friends came over here with really nothing from other countries and, you know, a lot poorer countries than, than Scotland. And they, I think we just see a different side to life. We see a, 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 an opportunity. Um, and, you know, you, you if you have the right attitude, the, we're, the country is set up to succeed. It just is. And, you know, I, 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 my firm belief is, we, we, this isn't life is not a dress rehearsal. We're not going to get a second chance to go over everything. So I might as well wake up every morning and get out after it and and make a difference in life. Um, and also just you know always bring come with value. Always look to provide value. And I've just been you know incredibly lucky, incredibly blessed to to have the opportunities through real estate um, from 2010 from becoming a realtor then. And I just think you know. We we just are are so lucky to have these opportunities, and I focus on the positive and forget about the negative. How have you seen Denver evolve in the last fifteen years since you arrived here? That's a great question. Um, <laughs> That's a very good the question state for that matter. Well, I th- not I th- just Denver, but I, the entire state. I think obviously we we still have our sports um, our sports team, so. 
you know, I <laughs> nobody's be, moved. You're no, right. we're 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 not moving, and that's that's a huge part of the fabric of of our family um, is is the sports teams. Uh, but I think what has what has changed is we've become Denver's become, <laughs> to use a better word, more cultured. And I think that yeah. when I came. Even when I came here, a lot of people thought, you know, it's an oil and gas town. It's kind of like that cow town. You go, if you want to go yeah, out yeah. for a meal, you get you go out for a steak and that's it. <laughs> and I think what I saw anyway was really the development of the, that Union Station area down there, um, you know, probably 10 years ago when that started to really develop. And I think, you know, we've, we've grown such great homegrown brands. And now Denver... It's not just a you know we fly into Denver we go we go up to the mountains and ski it's a destination where mm-hmm. we've got we've got all these industries wanting to be in Denver you know we've got this incredible climate and I think now the the growth of Denver is not going to stop we're still going to continue to grow and and that's great for the the economy and great for the people. Well, I, I guess you guys are going to tell me. Again, how competitive it is out there, and Ewan had great insight the last time he was on the program uh, regarding uh, the state of the market right now. But I know, Larry, you guys are still closing purchase money loans. We are every day, Sandy. About I, I checked uh, this morning, or I'm sorry, the uh, this week, and I saw that about 55% of our pipeline right. are purchase money uh, loans. So <clears throat> that tells me, you know, we're closing them all day in in and around Colorado. So there are still opportunities out there. There's still very good rates. There's still you maybe have to work a little bit harder, but it's still out there. It's still out there. There's people that want to sell, people that that need to buy. And like you and said, if rather than paying your your landlord's mortgage, let's get you in a position where you can pay your own mortgage. And that's that's where we want to be. Elon, what are the best steps a buyer can formulate in finding a house in this market? The the steps, the initial steps that a buyer takes right now, this instant. Well, what I, what I want to touch on, Sandy, before I get into maybe the detail of that is buyers have an opportunity right now. The market has changed since I was here uh, a couple months ago, even in that short space of time. And uh, what I want to touch on is sellers got, as I say, fat and happy. They, they were used to, you know, going in and eating fillet, fillet steak rather than the rump steak. Uh, and we've just had um, so much of an advantage to sellers. It's been absolutely out of control and buyers have had to give up everything to get a house and that is not the way the market should work but that was our market but with the with the slight change in interest rates this month alone we've seen an increase in inventory of 40% so there's 40% more homes on the market there's a slight um you know kind of buyer remorse in terms of we're not going to give up everything anymore so there is an opportunity right now. There are not as many offers being made on homes. There are not as many showings happening on homes. So we are entering into a period where I see the next six to 12 months of being some opportunity for buyers not to have to, you know, uh, give up their firstborn to get a home anymore. 
That's that's very true. It it wasn't so long ago in the past that people were waiving inspections, people were um, waiving appraisals, whatever comes in, I'll make up the difference, and it was really tilted in the seller's favor. But but what you and saying right now, I think the opportunity is more so with the buyers. So that's a good thing. And I know you both agree on the educational piece. Uh, because we talk about it all the time, that being uh, so important for all buyers and customers uh, for SCL. And maybe both of you, you and you first, could uh, comment on that because uh, you were speaking of uh, Denver becoming more cultured. Um, I found on this program alone, uh, from the emails we get every week, people are so much more sophisticated mm-hmm. than they were even five years ago. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll quickly say I'm, I'm tired of going to Rockies games and having more Dodgers fans than Rockies fans <laughs> at, at games. So, you're not alone. You know, um, we need to like, – if you're coming from California, uh, start supporting the, the local teams, please. Uh, <laughs> but I'm yes. joking. Um, but, yeah, I think the, there's more sophistication in the market. But I think Larry and I both agree on this 100%. If you are going out to buy a home – you need to be educated. You need to be buttoned up on everything that you need to do. You need to have the financing squared away so that you're confident that you can go into the whole process being able to be actually approved for the home. And likewise, when you're working with your realtor, make sure that realtor is telling you what what different inspections you may need to do, what an appraisal is, so that you are not caught black caught off guard or blindsided by things going on the right. market and that's going to present you the best possible chance to get into a home and provide the best uh, possible case for you with the seller great stuff and again yeah. 303-619-4400 is the home of uh or at least the phone number of uh and graham and grand group denver Dot com is the website. We'll come back with much more. We will forego for this week, since we have uh, Ewan with us uh, here in the studio, we will forego customer emails for this week. But there's still a lot of ground to cover with Larry Jager and Ewan Graham as the SCL Mortgage Show continues on Denver Sports Station 104.3 The Fan. And as the SEL Mortgage Show continues, this is uh, the point at which we normally do customer emails that uh, come in within the week. But since we have Ewan on as a guest today, we're going to suspend that uh, practice for this week and take advantage of Ewan's guest appearance. And we're going to have Ewan on many more times. I want to get back to that inventory issue, because the last time you were here, I think you told us, and it wasn't that long ago, that inventory extended out only about 10 days? Do I have that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah but 30 months. And you say yeah. that has changed now, very much for the better. It has changed It has changed very much for the better. Unfortunately, we still do not have that supply to meet the demand, right. Sandy. And the it, supply is still not sufficient. The supply is still not sufficient to get us to what we call a balanced market of about four to six months of inventory. That's what we were looking for inventory-wise is is four to six months. We, yeah. we have close to maybe about a month right now, still not enough, but there is, you know, there, there is a sentiment that we're only going to get more inventory on the market, which is only going to, you know, help buyers and, and take away that ultimate power that a seller really has right now. Give us an idea, if you could, on this. 
because Larry was talking about, and you were too, the kind of balance or imbalance sometimes there is between buyers and sellers. Do you think that buyers still have a pretty decent shot of buying a home, or do the sellers still have most of the leverage? So without doubt, um, the seller does have the leverage. Um, it's it's What I would say is, when I'm speaking with my sellers right now, Sandy, the number one most important thing, apart from getting the house uh, perfect, is price and talking about that and maybe being a little bit more conservative with that price to make sure that we're still exposing it to as many people as possible, but not going for that high fluting price that was maybe being achieved back in uh, February and March. Cause I would say those two months were the greatest time to sell in our yeah. market ever. Um, but just, you know, being having the wherewithal to understand that there's less showings and not going out there sp- spreading information that you're still going to get 20 offers on your home and and the the sell, the seller is going to you know take that big bag of cash away it is a, a seller's market still without doubt the metrics all line up with that but what i think is the positive thing is buyers have more way way more opportunity than they have had in the past 12 to 18 months yeah, you yeah. still get those 20 uh, offers on, it's on still, a given home, yeah. but that's where SCL Mortgage comes in with uh, your various programs that, uh, particularly your bridge loan program, you go from a contingency buyer to a cash buyer very quickly, and you move from the bottom of the pile up to the top or at least very near the top. That That's it, Sandy. We, we have to, our job is to make our customer the strongest possible offer that they can have. So, and we do offer bridge loans and are, are very attractive right now because we take the guy from having a contingency, which probably is not even going to be looked at, but in, in, into the the seller's market now here's a guy who can write a check because we prepare a line of credit for him so they can write a check to close on that house so there's no contingencies so that's that's one of the things we have to do is we have to completely understand the buyer the buyer's uh, the buyer's credit score their income to debt ratios there are all these different things that go into place and and Ian is right it's education is so important um, so we can educate these people on how to do this and how to do that, offer them options. And, um, yeah, that's one of our very, uh, very favorite programs, that the, uh, the Bridge Loan Program. I want to remind our listeners, before we go any further, uh, in lieu of our uh, uh, getting to customer emails this week, we want to remind you that the SCLMortgageShow.com is very much open and available for you to ask a question that very well may be presented on the air with uh, Larry and or a guest uh, able to uh, respond to those questions. And speaking of questions, I wanted to ask both of you this question. You and uh, real estate contracts the same right now? Are they different? And Larry, uh, comment if you could on how important it is to use, well, someone like you and Graham. <laughs> right. Best of all, you and Graham himself. You and Graham. Well, I, it's funny you bring up the contract because we, we've joked in the past a little while, Sandy, that 
you basically um, printed off a blank contract and handed it to the seller and said, you fill it in and we'll accept the, the terms and conditions that you want. It got to kind of that stage. I think the, th- the thing is... Um, the people, you know, you you watch these shows, you you, you look at uh, real estate on TV, mm-hmm. and we think that this is like, you know, so sophisticated in terms of the back and forward with oh, yeah. pricing. There's sure. like all this yeah. negotiation. Well, the matter of the fact is. If you're working with a, a great realtor, they should be doing all their due diligence up front to best present the contract in a way which the seller just needs to sign off on it. And there's not all these terms and conditions, uh, you know, needing to be negotiated. The the other fact is it's not all it's not all about price. You got to find out what that seller's looking for. Do they need some time? in the home after they sell to figure some their next move out do they do they need to take certain um, appliances or inclusions with them do they you know we, the nuance for me is always to first of all create that relationship with the other uh, realtor uh, and obviously have Larry in my back pocket um, to to uh, really hammer down the finance but to find out the story of the seller so that I can present the this story to my client and we can write the the best contract possible that's <laughs> you've got it my friend that, that's uh, educate 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 get in touch with the 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 seller's real estate or the the uh, the seller's um, broker mm-hmm. and and there's always common ground it's so much mm-hmm. easier when there's common ground and and everybody wins and then we get people to the closing table and and everybody's happy you have to use it. A real estate agent. You really do, especially these days, right? Oh, and, you know, I've been doing this for 34 years, and I, I bought real estate um, prior to my entrance into the mortgage business, but I have never done a real estate deal without an agent. Never. Because I, I'm, I'm entering into, um, you know, all this paperwork that I know nothing about, or I, I know some, but not as well as the agent. So it, it's... It's really, really important. I wouldn't. Uh, I don't want to get into trouble. I don't want to misstep something. I don't want to. I don't want anything because this is too big of a transaction. So if you're not using Ewan as your real estate agent, then you need to. And and it's 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 utmost important. And just to quickly touch on that, Sandy, because I think it is important that um, we get this message out there. There, there are so many ways, and I use this word positively, to manipulate the contract. And what I mean by that is somebody like myself knows how to manipulate the contract in the favour of the buyer to stand out from the crowd. And we've been fortunate enough, even in this crazy market, to have buyers uh, get homes that are not necessarily the highest and, and brightest offer with that big number because we've been able to nuance and manipulate the contract throughout it with the terms and conditions that are most successful for that seller. So I think that's really important. Like It's not just writing a number down on a napkin and presenting it. There are so many ways to like <laughs> differentiate your, your, your contract and your offer. Well, I think of contract uh, uh, negotiations uh, in sports now and uh back in the 60s even the 70s uh agents were not used on a regular basis I did not know that by by players and when they were at least at first in the 60s they'd be shown the door 
And management had every advantage because jobs were scarce. There weren't as many teams in any of the sports, obviously, as there are now. I think of hockey in particular. There are 32 teams now. As recently as 1967, there were only six teams. Hmm. So people thought they had to accept whatever was given them. A contract would be shoved in front of them, and it'd be take it or leave it at, at any price. And if you don't want it, we've got people in the minor leagues who would be glad to pay, yeah, yeah. Uh, play for that kind of wage. So I think that's true in all matters. Uh, now, you need an expert alongside. You can be as knowledgeable as any prospective customer, but you need an expert uh, by your side. There's no doubt of that. Again, for Graham... Um, you and Graham, the number is 303-619-4400, GrahamGroupDenver.com, GrahamGroupDenver, all one word, dot com, and Larry's number at SCL Mortgage, the SCL Mortgage number in general. You won't always get Larry, but you will get a response very quickly from one of uh, Larry's many fine loan officers, 303-790-2222, and myspecialmortgage.com. We'll talk markets next as the SCL Mortgage Show continues on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. And as we wrap things up for this Saturday, May 14th on the SCL Mortgage Show, Sandy Clough with Larry Jager, the president of SCL Mortgage, and Ewan Graham, whose uh, website is Graham Group Denver, all lowercase, GrahamGroupDenver.com, and his phone number is 303-619-4400. We'll give you the SCL number and the website a little bit later on in this segment. But uh, I, I did notice that... Uh, the Broncos' new star quarterback, Russell Wilson, made a home purchase recently for $25 million, but he did not come to you. Maybe he should have, <laughs> but uh, $25 million. I, I think I was given the, the wrong uh, cell number for him because I kept on trying, and he, he never got back to me. So, um, you know, maybe I need to get his wife's number, and then maybe that's the way to to get to him but yeah I, I I can tell you Sandy that would have been nice to be uh, part of that transaction um, even though I'm going to say I, I think um, Russell you overpaid a little so if you had come to, to myself and if you had come to the Scotsman maybe I could have saved you a few million dollars but yes Andy largest um, real estate yes. purchase in the in the metro area ever it's a, it's a record so um, but we're just obviously glad to have him uh, at oh, the Broncos. And uh, we're hoping for, for the return to glory. And there was the Mother's Day. I don't know if either of you saw it. There was the Mother's Day uh, video uh, on, on social media. And I'm not sure exactly when this happened, but it was a video of Russell Wilson presenting his mother with a new home. Oh, my and gosh. it ran about wow. a minute 50. And for about the first minute, and a half, she couldn't believe it, huh. that it was actually her house. She thought yeah. that it was some kind of prank or whatever. And you could see the neighborhood around it. I hope my Pretty wife nice is not neighborhood. listening to this because she got flowers and a Mother's Day <laughs> brunch. <laughs> so, but I think that was a past Mother's Day gift. I okay. don't think it was actually a gift that was presented 
this past Sunday. Thank you, Sandy. Larry's got some work to do here. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, flowers oh, ain't coming right. anymore. That's, like, that's, it's that's more right. like buying a home uh, or a car or I something got a like that. That's right. That's right. Well, we know who the brains of the operation is from the Jigger. Yes, and now she can turn it back on and listen because she is the brains of the operation. That's right. That's right. You and Larry's commented in the past about how markets don't like change. Uh, the bond market, the stock market. Uh, how do you think this has changed right now? What well, effect I, I th- I are think, these changes having? I think you're you're correct there. We the, you know we like kind of equilibrium. Uh, we like things to grow at a um, you know war doesn't help either. No, it it, it doesn't. And like uh, my heart goes out to. Uh, the people of Ukraine, and we've got Ukrainian friends and Ukrainian yeah. uh, kids that go to school. So, um, but yeah, it, it, I think we like um, stability. Yes. And I think yes. the, the thing is, what I would say is, but everything's cyclical, everything cycles. And the, the, the matter of the fact is, we, we freak out when there's change. And rather than saying it's change, but things will the ship will steady once again and things will continue to grow so i you know if real estate you know as far as i'm concerned drops off a little in terms of maybe the price goes down a little bit nothing dramatically is going to happen that's not a bad thing um and it's it's going to continue over time to grow so um i think i think people take advantage of the the you know hysteria sometimes in the market when you yeah. see the this the the stock price drop or what whatever like that but i think in anything i think and i'm i'm sure larry will agree with this buying a home is you're not buying a home to try and flip it over um your your primary residence in six to twelve months you're there to to live in it and grow in it and and it's your home so you're going to create memories there over time and and without doubt typically your home's going to be worth more uh, than you paid for it over time so it's it's a long-term play for me you got to live somewhere Right. It, the, the most important part is you're not a renter. It's your home and you got to live somewhere. Prices go up. They go down over time. They're always going up. So great, great point. 303-790-2222, the number for SCO Mortgage, MySpecialMortgage.com. The website will give out uh, Ewan Graham's phone number and uh, the website for Ewan as we close out today. But, uh, uh, Larry, these days, uh, tell us about which of your many loan programs you're doing the most of over these past few days and weeks. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to answer that, Sandy. And um, bank statement loan programs for self-employed, a lot of them. And and interesting, a lot of um, VA loans because really? yeah, there are because people can borrow up to hundred percent of the purchase price, and if they want to refi, they can borrow up to hundred percent of the appraised value. So we're doing a lot of those two. We're doing reverses. You know, yeah. I looked up some statistics. Well, you change your reverse program from a sixty-two years of age limit yes. to fifty-five. And, and you that's, announced that a week or two back. We we did that, and that has seen uh, a dramatic increase in those um, in those products. 
So <clears throat> I did a little bit of research over the over the week, Sandy, and I Googled to see how many self-employed people there are in the country. Between 9.5 million and 9.9 million people are in this country. So, man, Almost did we? 10 million. I, I know, I know. We hit it so, so right at the uh, the formation of the company a little over seven years ago, right. offering that product to to self employed people. So, that's been uh, it's been good for us, and and basically it's it's been good for our customers. You know, and I'm curious if you see a lot of jumbo loans or maybe more of a mix of all the above. Yes, yeah, so I think the you know the the and I just want to give props to Larry the the bank statement staff the 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 bridge loan um the, these are incredible products that people are able to take advantage of so I I just want to you know give huge props to to Larry and his team for that but Thank you. The traditional side of things, yeah, you you know your conventional loans. Um, most people now are you know in that mindset to get a home. They're having you know do, to do a conventional loan, or with the way prices are going, Sandy. Yes, we're seeing more jumbo loans, definitely, because we're getting out of the the conforming loan limits a lot of the time. With with the you know the average price for a single family home being eight hundred twenty five thousand, that doesn't fit into conforming loan limits necessarily. And the big one for me is the VA. Like yeah. that, I just, it, it breaks my heart to see um, realtors not putting the VA at the top of their list when they might get three or four, five, six offers. Because, you know, there, there, there's a special place in our hearts, especially in this country, for people that are uh, able to take advantage of that loan. And without yeah. doubt, I, I, I love when buyers can take advantage of it. And I love when we get an, an offer presented with the VA. Well, before we let you two go, we uh, know you'll have a chance to renew, all of us will, our hockey fix come Monday night when the Avalanche <laughs> open the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. But uh, knock on wood, it couldn't be going much better. It's going it's going very, <laughs> very, very well. And, you know, everybody's excited. But I, I wanted to ask you, and I think I don't remember which one of your two kids is the hockey fan. So they're... They're both my. I've got a daughter that's twelve and a son that's ten, and they're both sports crazy. I think they would die to come in uh, the studio and just see all the memorabilia and, and meet you, uh, Sandy. They that might. I'll I'll tell you a, a, a funny story. My daughter's twelve, and she knows more about the Broncos, the Rockies, the Nuggets, and the Avs than I do. And she will sit down and fixate on a game. And there, <laughs> I I. Hope they don't listen to this before, you know, they, they hear from me, but um, I'm definitely going to uh, look to take them to a playoff game um, with the Avs in the, in the next series, and I, I just can't wait to expose them to that atmosphere. So There's nothing like it. There's yeah. nothing like the Stanley playoff Cup playoffs. Playoff hockey. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, <clears throat> I was going to say something that um, maybe when your kids are out of school – we could bring them in here and they Absolutely. could see the memorabilia, meet Sandy, you know, watch a show, something like that. That would be that would be good for and them and good for us. That would give us a good excuse to bring you in back. <laughs> <laughs> they, they actually asked, it was funny because they know I was coming on the radio today and they were like, can we come in, Dad? And I said, no, you've got school. So yeah, we'll have yeah. to. <laughs> <laughs> Next no, time. this isn't quite that important. Uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, we'll work that out uh, during the summer months. Uh, you and Graham, it's been a pleasure once again. Great to see you. Thank you so much. And Larry, always a pleasure. Thank, thank you, you, Sandy. It's good, uh, good to be here, and thank you, uh, Ewan, for coming in. 
And we will continue on the 21st of May with more between 7 and 8 every Saturday morning on the SCL Mortgage Show right here on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. Thanks for listening to the SEL Mortgage Show with Sandy Clough and mortgage expert Larry Jager. If you missed a portion of the show or want to listen to the program again, listen to podcasts at the SCLMortgageShow.com. Questions or assistance with a loan? Call their main office in Denver at 303-790-2222 or online at MySpecialMortgage.com, NMLS, 120 